Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for another thrilling D&D adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel, playing Jed Fleek. Kayle, playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fallrock. I'm Matt, and I play Leolin. Waffle, playing Tarajax. Uh, so, we actually do have a letter in our inbox... Um, is this also from Patreon? No. <laughs> no I, I, I fully expected uh, Steve, Scott, Tom, Tom. 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 I fully Tom. expected yeah, Tom, Tom to from get MySpace. Yeah, yeah. He listens to every episode. Mm-hmm. Just a little shit talk back. I, Tom is the biggest fan of the Alchemist Club. Sorry, but he, can, but he can only send Patreon form letters. <laughs> <laughs> Help, I'm trapped in a Patreon email factory. Ugh. Um, anyway, we have an actual fan letter from, uh, a new person, somebody who has not written him before. Um, Welcome. This, this letter is from Jesse, and the letter reads as follows. I'm a fairly new DM, starting to homebrew, so I've been browsing different actual play D&D podcasts and came across yours. I like the name, and I especially like that you had a catch-up episode where I didn't have to start from the beginning. However, I thought it was funny that even through the recap, in which there was still quite a bit of confusion, which, understandable, that's... (laughs) I didn't know what... Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know what races anyone was playing. I kept listening to episodes 109, 110, 111, still nothing... Uh, one of them has tremor sense and another can maybe fly. A third has a short <laughs> lifespan, maybe. Ironically, all three of those describe Chad. <laughs> yeah. That's just Chad. Finally, in episode 112, Terajux suggests that somebody try for a wand with sleepy magic because he's an elf. Can you help me out with more physical descriptions of each character? It would help my theater of the mind. I like your show, and as a more conservative woman, I really appreciated the censoring of a certain joke about the scrying fishbowl of holy water. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, we all yeah. appreciated the censoring. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all good vibes here. Thank you, Joe, for making such a creative world. It really inspires me with my homebrewing. I also love your DM style. It makes the players have a whole lot of fun. And so do us listeners. And Waffle, you're my fave, and your vocabulary is incredible, and your mic setup must be great because your the voice is the easiest to hear. Aww. Uh, you guys are great, you all work together so well, and you can tell no one is trying to metagame or one-up each other. This is how D&D should be played. Two exclamation marks. Uh, just a bunch of friends loving the game. You've got a new fan. Uh, thank well, thank you, you so much, Facts. Jesse. Thank you for for writing in and saying so many nice things. I think this yes, is the you. best letter we've ever gotten. <laughs> um, Step it up, Patches! <laughs> hang on, hang on. Let's not be too hasty here. All right, so let's let's break this down and answer it in chunks here, because there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Um, First, what are we? What are each of us? Yes. Yep, let's start there. Run it down the list, Ched. <laughs> Ched is an Eric Cochran uh, druid. He typically will wear a green tunic. It, it's the the Winnie the Pooh look, though. Just no no pants. Yeah, no pants. Don't I mean, it's it. it's a it's a short skirt, right? Like it'll cover yeah. upper yeah. thighs, but uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a tunic. Um, Let's see. Desmond is a water genasi cleric. He dresses like a, a weird mix between a. You know, like Golden Age pirate and like uh, I don't know, late eighteen hundreds sea captain, like um, a little bit of both. Tricorn hat, but he's got a nice captain's uniform coat that buttons up down the side with real nice brass buttons, and has black um, boots that he shines really well with his own mucus because Desmond, <laughs> because Desmond <laughs> has to have a little gross. bit. Yeah, uh, aren't we uh, all? He's he's really moist and hates fire. Uh, Falrock is a dwarf. He's got a glorious uh, re- fiery red locks. I can't really call them anything else because fire is the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got sharp green eyes. Uh, is 
not out of shape, but not in shape. He's thinner than you'd expect. Um, the belt of giant strength does a lot of heavy lifting. Um, <laughs> as far as what he normally wears, there's the adamantine gauntlets that are sort of the biggest deal. Otherwise, he's got a nice wardrobe of uh, various colored shirts. Um, when we finally got time off, uh, his fiance, girlfriend, whatever they are, uh, definitely helped him go shopping. Uh, so he's no longer in, you know, basic raggy clothes and pants with sandals that he was for like the beginning half of the campaign. Trying to even think what lay what Leyland <laughs> looked like before all Blurry the like, photographs. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> like now he doesn't have eyes, and he, I mean his eyes are like black silhouettes, pretty mm-hmm. much now. I mean he's blurry, shadowy tentacles all around him all the time, pretty much. Um, and so like I mean he's a wood elf, but. I don't really know, <laughs> like, besides, like, the ears and, like, I, I would think now his skin has even, like, kind of, he's very pasty, white, probably now, with mm. all, like, to go along, or even maybe even, like, a gray, like, kind he, of ash. He doesn't look very healthy. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah, Joe, you can probably help with some of that, because some of his physical description has just altered because of that there's not a lot of vitamins in orc meat right (laughs) yeah well yeah high in chlorophyll though but i mean before that i mean he he definitely (laughs) had you know he was being a ranger had you know tunic the cloak i mean all the, the 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 sneaky stuff um crossbow a lot of things have been done to this siege crossbow, and that was probably a very distinctive feature of what he's been carrying around because that thing's been modified with different enhancements to make it be able to fire multiple shots to enhance its range and power. So, I mean, that's like pretty much like a, a freaking sniper rifle now that has like an <laughs> Got, so a sniper rifle um, that explodes. Yeah. 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 So that, that's about a it. little bit. Yeah. So that's as much about his uh features as as the shadowy other parts. So hopefully you've gotten to that. Oh well, if you're gonna listen to this, you'll have gotten to that. So. Yeah, if you've yeah. caught up. Uh Tarjux Heiko is a human, uh mid maybe the late twenties. I think the most distinctive feature is that his hair, uh, despite his relative youth, is like completely gray. And it's sort of the like dark gray of storm clouds. Um, he's pretty tall. Usually wears like, I mean, he's former military, so I think his shoes are, you know, pretty serviceable. Although I guess now he's wearing the winged boots, so they probably have like silly little. Uh, like wing motifs along the sides. Uh, they're Air Jordans, and uh, definitely dad jeans. That's always been a constant throughout the entire campaign. Is yes. whenever you picture Terajax, picture him in jeans. I don't know why, but that's just the fit. Um, before being captured by the True Church, he wore like a like a puffy pilot's bomber jacket with like the the kind of like fluffy wool collar, but uh, that was destroyed in his capture, and now. I think he's more into like the the kind of like puffy pirate shirts in various pastel colors and basically anything that has a little bit of a billow to it. Uh, every now and then, if he's feeling a little bit of razzle-dazzle, he'll wear like a, a little cape. Um, but when he's going into battle, there's a shoulder pauldron on one side purely because he thinks it looks cool. And uh, if you're very fortunate or very unfortunate to be on the receiving end, uh, you may find the Scion of the Storm has uh, painted upon his cheeks a heart and a star, the traditional battle paint of a Juxian warrior. And I think more recently I got like a elven chain shirt, and I like to imagine that's sort of a like 
skin tight layer so it's like under armor but it looks like uh liquid mercury so you, you catch just a little bit of that glimmer underneath the shirt um you've forgotten one of terajux's most distinguishing <laughs> characteristics oh, yeah i suppose uh-huh. i was um, waiting for it it never <laughs> there- came I I forget about it because it's just such a non you know non problem. Um, <laughs> there is a wound that occupies the majority of the sort of lower left side of his side or hip kind of region, like just above the hip. Uh, basically, it looks like someone tried to fell Terajux with an axe and then gave up halfway through. And now that whole wedge that has been taken out is just full of storm clouds that on a good day are kind of like a, you know, a billowing gray, but on most days are kind of like a sickly green. There we go. We got it. I I was thinking about um, just the talking about races in general, and I think it used to come up a lot more in the podcast. Like we used to, we used to make mention of it, or we used to uh, make reference to our features, but we're all just so screwed up from the hatchling at this point that, like, our yeah, our original template don't really matter. matter at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, hell, I'm 30 years younger than I started. Yeah. <laughs> um, Downright handsome. I th- this is this is good though because in future recaps of which i suspect there will be at least one more we'll have to remember to be like here are the actual people playing in this yeah campaign. <laughs> which is not something we thought about for the previous four that would have been a good thing to do yeah yeah, yeah. thanks for the tip we're we're so used to just jumping right into it and we of course all know who we are uh-huh. so do yeah. we though <laughs> I, I, I feel mean... like we learn exciting new things each day look <laughs> Chet's Pretty still sure. finding himself. There's uh-huh. still yeah. some some growth for this young yeah, boy. I mean, he's, midlife he's about crisis to hit his seven. midlife crisis. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. He's he started off as like a basically a young adult. Um, you were three, and he, now now you're like basically eighteen. Five. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, but three isn't middle age. Fifteen is middle age. Uh huh. So. Um, yeah, he's got a lot of growing up to do. I think I, I tried to blame him early on as kind of like a young, um, impulsive, um, just kind of frantically, um, just very struggling kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And he's still doing a lot of that. But yeah, We all struggle. <laughs> I, I hope is is still growing. So, uh, there are the the character recaps. Hopefully, you know, by the time you get to episode 220, whatever this is, um, you haven't been driven insane with a lack of knowledge. Um, was there anything else you all wanted to, wanted to say uh, to Jesse? Were there any other questions in the, the letter? I'm... The the only the only real questions were about uh, character descriptions. The rest was just kind of saying nice things about us, which which was yeah. wonderful and very pleasant. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. lovely to hear nice things, and uh, good luck with the DMing. It's yeah. very hard, but it's very rewarding. If you yeah, absolutely, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything here, <laughs> but if you are looking for more information on DMing as a general thing. Uh, go back and look for the DM Corner episodes that we did, um, because those uh, were, yeah, those were... all yeah, about there some... there. being a dungeon master. So Also, if for some godforsaken reason you want to hear more of my vocabulary, uh, I ran a little mini-campaign during the hiatus oh, yeah. for the Shattered Cosmos episodes. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was, that, was, that, was a, that was very fun as well. Yeah. It was certainly interesting mm-hmm. to listen to. Uh, all right. Thank you for writing in. It was delightful to hear from you, Jesse. And uh, hopefully, you know, a hundred episodes from where you are now, you'll you'll write in again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like a time capsule, you know. It it really is. I mean, and if she wants, she has the option of listening to the two other recaps and then jumping in at two hundred. Mm-hmm. So, all right. 
that wraps up our our fan mail. Um, delightful. I'm I'm let's get to by it. That. Uh, yeah, who wants to recap what happened last time? We, after arriving at Dying Gaia, uh, took a little bit of needed R and R. Leyland did some important male-related duties uh, for Desmond, and I think Falrock went on a nice date. Yep. Uh, Ched, I believe, was doing some like animal meditation stuff. And Leyland picked up a long-awaited secret project that I'm still not exactly sure what it is or what it does, but it's shaped like a sword and it has a ruby in it. It's and I'm... <laughs> four novels by Brandon Sanderson. Ah, oh. oh. we could we yeah. can only be so lucky. <laughs> right, so powerful. Yeah. What happens if we put um, the Sunlit Man into the Upgrade Forge? I. <laughs> I don't have the brain power to contemplate. Anderson would finish the sequel before the upgrade forge would. Yeah, well, that's a given. Oh no! Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's kind of a gimme. Um, so yeah, Layla. So should up we put shop. should we put Doors of Stone in there so that it at least gets finished? <laughs> Doors of Stone has to exist before we can put anything in the upgrade forge. We'll just throw in a stone door. There is supposedly a manuscript. I I'll believe, I'll believe it when, it I, when see I see it. it. Well, yeah. that's what we'll do when we find it. Is put it in the yeah upgrade so, forge. When it's a lot Patreon, of heavy on, Patreon Platinum members, you will be we invited a... to participate in our real life heist of Patrick Rothfuss's <laughs> documents. He took a picture of it and he posted it and he said he gave it to his editor. Now his editor said that he never got it, uh-huh. never saw a page of it. Uh huh. So we are we are going off. Track. Let's yeah. let's yeah. I'm, we're gonna yeah. stop that because we'll just argue about Patrick Rothfuss for the next forty five minutes. <laughs> Just be angry. <laughs> if, if you want more of that, um, that's over on our sister podcast, The Slow Regard of Written Things. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so we got to Dangaya. Everybody got their various uh, R&R and projects they've been waiting on. And Terrajux took a three-day soak in a vat of psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Um the Myconids that are living underneath the city were very accommodating. Uh, he took his son TJM down there and they had they had some relaxation time and he confessed to everybody that there is a spooky skeleton that has been following him around for, for months a long time mm. for, for a long time yeah, and I'm thinking everyone knew how to take that but you know <laughs> yeah um i still don't know what it is or what it means but <laughs> hey now you're burdened with that knowledge too and then after that, we went to the Forgotten Fortress, which is a cool fortress that is protected by fey magic in the northern edge of the continent called the Hatchling's Horn. And it's full of gold and silver and stuff, but it also has a tunnel that leads to the Underdark because we're going to go exploring. And then we got lost and we went to a place that we weren't supposed to go to because we promised that we wouldn't go back. And now we are fighting for our lives against small metallic spiders that are shouting interloper, oathbreaker. Yeah, that's yep. and uh-huh. Because we're very intelligent and remember everything that we've done. <laughs> and I would like to note for those keeping record at home, I tried to give them a peaceful out. Yes. It's self-defense at this point. Yeah. Your the honor. Spiders. Look, just because they're not shaped like a person doesn't mean they can't talk like a person, you know? I want to give them the benefit of the doubt, and then when they disappoint me, I want to destroy them with arcane magic. We're definitely on the second part. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I had blocked off one one of the uh, ways that they were coming in from with a, a wind wall, but they are now, what, bur- they're like, I don't know, they're like coalescing. Yeah, they're like, yes. yeah, they're yeah. like they, so you wiped out more or less one half of the spider swarm that was uh, kind of blocking your exits, and now the ones that were blocked off by your wind wall have become one 
larger spider made of many smaller spiders. Um, and I believe that's where we left off. Yep. Yes. Um, and I believe that it is Falrock's turn in the initiative order. Well, that's right. I was first, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so I was our... facing this one. I was facing the direction of this mega spider that's being created. So I say, hey, guys, problem over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but our exit is clear, so I can just full focus in Leyland's direction, yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just going to blast it with a couple of radiant sunbolts because uh, the reflection of my explosive light did not go so well. Yeah, so, that was not a great experience. Yep, yeah, nope, not not the best. Uh, okay, so that's a 17 and a 23. Uh, 23 will hit. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> they're, they're literally made of metal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> high AC, that metal thing, yeah, it's no big deal. Uh, it's a little bit of a deal. <laughs> Seven damage. Okay. Um, you kind of zap some of the spiders out of the larger swarm. Um, it appears to kind of still be assembling itself. You notice uh, as you do wow. so that um, most of the body, the spider, like it's made up of many smaller spiders, but they are interlocking in such a way as to form a cohesive whole. Um, as opposed to like a lot of spiders that are shaped like a big spider, it is one big spider that is m- made up of interlocking constituent parts. If that makes okay. sense. Um. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I'm gonna come stand up next to Leon and uh, be ready to to get sliced. Cause if it's somebody's gonna take damage, it's gonna be me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, Leyland, it is your turn. Uh, I'm going to use a bonus action to put my Hunter's Mark on this now. Uh, uh, can we just say that this is a single uh, creature, right? That I can cast Hunter's yes. Mark on? Yep. Okay. So yes, I am going to do that at the, uh, yeah, just a normal hunter's mark, and then I am going to take a couple arrow shots at it and just try to like chip away at uh, where it is coalescing here as much okay. as possible. Go for it. Uh, it's a dirty twenty. And a 19. Uh, both of those will hit. All right. So extra d6 or d6 to each of those. First one is total of 14 damage. Uh, second one's total of 15 damage. Okay, perfect. Uh, you managed to uh, chunk out some other spiders that have uh, accumulated. Um, so remove them from the cohesive hole. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Uh, no, I'm going to stay up there with Fall Rock. Um, <laughs> okay. Just be, get myself, get ready, <laughs> ready for slashing. <laughs> Um, so the spiders finish locking themselves into place forming one larg spider Uh, that's uh, I'd say probably about the size of like man we don't have a lot of good intermediate animals between like a horse and an elephant (laughs) rhinoceros 
I yeah, yeah it's, it's about the size of a rhino. I was gonna go with hippo, but I those are probably roughly a similar. I would think they are in my head. It's been a while since I've been to the zoo. Um, so it this this elemental spider with its shimmering metallic uh, carapace and gemstone studded shell uh, begins to weave a web of <coughs> very fine, very sharp. Of essentially like monofiber, and it uh, has kind of like a cat's cradle deal in between its two front legs. It holds them out to the sides of the tunnel and just rushes forward. Oh, um, is it um is it still in the gust of wind that Leyland created, or I believe that's concentration. Yeah, yes. I would have stopped concentration on that, so oh, no. Okay. The Damn. concentrate on hunters mark. Well, oh, it, it yes, seemed right. it seemed pointless because it, they they didn't seem too bothered by it. Yeah, no, I so. hunters mark was the right call. I was just <laughs> I'm just trying to think of anything that would get it further away from us. Uh -huh. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't getting them away. Um. So. What's the what's the marching order here? It's Leyland and Falrock up at the front. I yep. was opposite the wind because my last turn I spent blasting the other side of the tunnel, those okay. spiders. So you're all the way at the back. Desmond is still in his uh, small plane, of his timeout corner. Uh -huh. And I would have been pretty much level with Ched because I was firing a cone of cold over Falrock's shoulder in okay. the other direction. Um, so the spider, uh, kind of bum rushes Leyland and Falrock. I'll need both of you to make, uh, strength <clears throat> saving throws. I, I'm like, can Falrock catch the wires because adamantine? We're uh, about to find out. Um, <laughs> does it, is there any room for us to, like, avoid it at all, or no? You would have to, like, flatten yourself against the ceiling. There's, like, a, f a foot of clearance at the top of the tunnel. Okay, Retreat but there's nothing to, like, it, it takes up the entire... Yeah, it's when it spreads its front legs, it covers the whole ten-foot tunnel. Okay. So strength saving throw? I sure did. Question, and am I, am I still blind... Um, I was blinded before my turn, and it was supposed to last a turn. Um, I don't know if I regained it at the end of my last turn, or I I'm would gonna say, it yeah, yeah, you're you're good. You've managed okay. to blink the disco ball after images from your from your field okay. of vision. Uh, Leyland, what did you get? Twelve. And Farrakh, you got a... 25. That's a very Ooh. high number. I have um, plus 11. <laughs> you do. That's Yeah, that is a true statement. Um, so, Leyland, you're going to take uh, 42 points of slashing damage. <laughs> Falrock... Hey, Leyland, you might want to phase that. <laughs> And Falrock, yeah. you're going to take half that. Um, so that's 21. Okay. You, Falrock, uh, you managed to stand your ground, and um, most of that damage is from you, like, pushing the the very sharp threads away from, like, your face and torso. Um, and this forces the spider to kind of rotate around the outside of the tunnel, um, rather than just pushing right through you or pushing you back along with it. Okay. Um, so it's up on the ceiling now, approximately equidistant between the four of you. Um, Leyland, you are tangled up in this razor wire. Oh. Even if I phase it? If you were to go ethereal, then you would avoid this grisly fate. All right. Yeah, I'd, I'd do that. Uh, okay, so Leyland, you uh, as the the razor wire begins to cut through your skin, um, you fade into a smoky gray shadow of your former self, um, and you know uh, apply the appropriate 
damage reduction and such, but the spider uh, remains suspended on the ceiling in the middle of the tunnel with its razor web now pointed directly at Terra Jux and Ched. You're going to have to remind me of the appropriate damage reduction. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> You're supposed to keep track of your own character notes, dadgummit. Isn't it just you gain resistance? I believe it's halved, yes. Yeah, okay. Do you know how many different documents I have with all of this <laughs> stuff on it? Because I'm terrible at organization. I, I have the part where I... It's in my information about turning ethereal, but uh, to an attack number of times per day equal to proficiency, mm -hmm. but it does not say about the damage reduction. So I guess yeah. I didn't put that part in there. So I I wasn't sh yeah I'm not sure if it's I'd have to go re-listen whether it's re resistance or you just ignore the attack because I I feel like I thought it's it actually in the past. I yeah. I mean, I'm ethereal... fine with that. I don't care either way. An ethereal step reminds me of, like, blinking between planes, which was usually having yeah. damage. Or, it, like, 50-50% chance fine. So, of being hit or take... something like that. What did Fallrock take? Uh, oh, 40. You, you would each take 21, then. Yeah. 21. Okay. So, All is right. the spider now between... The spider is now in the center uh, of the tunnel. Yeah, between the four of you. Okay. Shit. And uh, what's what's like the rough distance between the the two sets here? Because we've got uh, Falrox and Leyland are on one side of it. We're on the other. Is that are we like fifteen feet apart? Thirty feet apart? Uh, you're about ten feet apart. Ooh, okay. Really? So uh, from we're... the spider. So from each other, you're twenty feet apart. The spider is okay. Yeah. Radius. Okay. E. <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> Can you guys go ethereal again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm eyeballing all my spells that are like forty foot radius explosion. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. <laughs> uh, who's it's okay. Turning? We we can we can take it. <laughs> Joe, whose turn is it? It is now Desmond's turn. <laughs> yeah. Now, you remember you put me in an elevator, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I push the fire alarm button and pull the phone out and go, listen here. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I am tired of this crap. You actually need to help me a little bit. <laughs> uh, okay. What kind of help are you are you looking for? There's a, a voice on the other side of the phone that's like, "How may we? How may we help you, sir?" My friends are dying, and I just ran away. What is wrong with me? <laughs> that, was, that was not what I was expecting. But sure. Um, based on what we have on your psychological profile, sir, it seems that you have a, a troubling history of fleeing your problems rather than facing them directly. And he just kind of like pulls the phone down off of their ear, like covers the receiver, and goes, "Oh crap, they're right." <laughs> <laughs> and puts it back up, and he's like, "What do I do about it?" Well, the most effective and direct method of uh, overcoming this would be to go assist your friends. I've tried nothing, and I'm all out of options. I need something. <laughs> it's as simple as ceasing your concentration on this banishment spell. He just puts the phone back calmly, closes the small little fire door, <laughs> and just starts kicking the wall for six <laughs> seconds. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um... <laughs> Jesus. Mm. All right. I, uh, I kick the wall for six seconds is a new sentence for me. <laughs> yeah. That that would be a great Alchemist Club t-shirt. <laughs> um, that brings us over to Terrajux. Ched's after me in the initiative, right? Ched got a natural Correct. one, so yes. I yep. would like to defer until after Ched's turn. Okay. And I say, Ched, I'm going big. You better back up. Uh, well, I was... I'm doing the same thing, so you better back up. 
Don't cross the streams. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, what's it going to be? Well, looking at my prepared spell list, and my breath weapon is on recharge. So I think I'm just going to cast... Uh, I'm I'm 10 feet away from this thing. Correct. I'm going to cast Blight at the 4th level. Ooh, spicy. Um, so 8d8 necrotic damage on a failed save, half as much on su successful. It's a con of, uh, gosh, 10 plus 2... Wait, is it base 8 or base N? It's base 8, right. Uh, yes. 18. DC 18 constitution. Rolling uh, 55662, five, so that's 2224, and then it's 8, so 3 more. Oh, uh, plus 8, and then 6 and 2 is 38 necrotic. Uh, okay, uh, some, some patches of... The, the larger spider uh, kind of turn mottled and lose their uh, kind of shininess uh, as the spell takes effect. You sap the vitality from some of these some of these uh, constituent spiders. And I whisk away backwards, away from the spider in anticipation of Terrajux doing, doing a big thing. boom. Yeah. <laughs> I All also right. prepare to like shift into something that can survive uh, a cave-in like an earth elemental so, <laughs> you know worst case scenario is, is wild shape a bonus action for you? no but I'm I'm mentally prepared okay I see <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> it's about uh, positive thinking you know you, you visualize what you want I don't. And... I don't know that it's ever a bonus action, at least with my subclass. I don't think so either. I think it is for moon druids. Maybe. Well, aren't they just special then? Yeah. yeah. I know there's a perk for that in 4e. That was fun. Um. Anyway, so now it is Terrajux's turn. All right. I flash a smile at this looming metallic spider with its twisted glittering web and i say nice harp let me play you a tune on it and i snap my fingers and the sound echoes back and back and back and suddenly becomes a thunderous boom and i cast shatter at the fourth level uh now what's going to happen here is a lot of things all at once because heart of the storm i i automatically deal it seven thunder damage as a part of this spell because it's within 10 feet of me and i don't like it and then, also, before the spell goes off, I use Tempestuous Magic to fly 10 feet backwards without provoking opportunity attacks. Yep. So now, by my by my trigonometry here, I think I've gotten everybody except the spider out of the radius of Shatter, if I place it correctly. Yes, I believe so. Okay. That's going to be a DC 18 constitution saving throw. It has disadvantage because it is made of inorganic material. True, true. And 17 thunder damage on a fail, half on success. Uh, okay. It did get an 18 on its saving throw. Ah. I, yes. It's, it rolled uh, a 19 and a 17 on its disadvantage. You hate to see it. I mean, I don't. I think it's pretty great. <laughs> so um, yeah, um, half damage, thunder damage. Yeah. Um, and then after that, I fly uh, 30 feet backwards away from the slashy, nashy spider. Yep. Uh, and I stand on the ceiling. Okay, <laughs> just to just to mimic it? Just Yeah, just to flex on it. <laughs> Whatever, you're not special. Okay. Um... So you, you deal the damage, and it's clearly shaken, both literally and um, kind of, as far as you can tell, uh, metaphorically. The web that it's holding is now vibrating very, very fast. <laughs> oh, no. Um, fortunately... I, I give everyone an upside-down shrug and say, sorry. Um... Uh, 
That's okay. Vibrating razor wire is probably fine. Um, it is now Falrock's turn. Okay. Um, so am I... I'm not caught in the razor wire. I held it back and it went around me? So you, it was rushing at you, uh-huh. and you kind of lifted the razor wire out of your way, and rather than the spider trying to push you back, it rotated itself up onto the ceiling as it went past. Okay, so I am now on the other side of the vibrating razor wire from Tarajux and company. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, I think... I think I'm going to jump and try to grapple this thing and restrain it from pushing the vibrating razor wire. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, very spicy. Um, so this is a contested strength check then? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, On which you have, like, plus 75, so... <laughs> well, only plus 5. Uh, and that's only a 14. Is that with your athletics, or is that just flat? I believe it's with your athletics. Yeah. Oh, then it is a 15. Okay. Uh, the spider did get a a dirty 20. Okay. Um, but valiant effort, it does, like, kind of kick you off with its back legs, um... You manage to catch the blow such that it doesn't cause any additional slashing damage, but um, it's like, no. Also, you probably kind of had to jump a little bit to get at it if you're just going straight up from the ground. You just walked up the side. Yeah, That's the other option. I I could have just walked up the side at it. Um, Okay. Uh, Well, that's... That was an attempt. Um... Bonus action, uh, supernatural dodge or anything? I I can, but I'm not certain if that's... I'm just, I'm worried about, I don't know who it's going to go for next, and you're awfully close, and it's, it's got basically infinite vibro knives. Yeah. It sure does, doesn't it? Um... Yeah, okay. I'll spend a key point to uh, take the dodge action. Um, and th- that'll do. Okay. Uh, that brings us around to Leolin. Alright. So where's this, like, vibrating wire? Be- behind you. And on the other side of the spider. Okay. And, like... How is it? It's just kind of in the. Uh, I guess there'd be no way to like remove it or anything, probably. Correct. Um. Remove the razor wire from the spider's like mandibles. Oh, that's true. Like if you, I mean, if we could cut it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like adamantine wire as far as you can tell is it no no it's very much not adamantine okay all right uh well then i'm going to pull out my new sword and i'm going to strike at the wire close to the mandibles of the is there like a shadow Is, is there a shadow where i could get to the ceiling and kind of slice at the mandibles where that vibrating wire is. Um, Falrock probably casts a pretty nice light. I'm yeah. I between Falrock and I, somebody, I think actually like cast light spell. Um. Anyway, there are shadows like underneath the the body of the spider that you could just like okay. pop out and try and slice it, its legs or what have you. Yeah, because I, I want to go toward... I want to slice at these vibrating wires with a uh-huh. couple of slices with my sword. So... Alright. 
first one is a total of 17 to hit. Uh, 17 will not hit. All right. Uh, second one's a 19 to hit. A 19 will hit. Okay. That's good. And then with Hunter's Mark, uh, that's a total of 17 damage. Okay. Uh, 17 damage. Uh, you managed to snap um, one of the mandibles off. So there's now just like broken metal. Um some of the razor wire goes a little slack and the vibrations get less intense. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty good. All right. I'm guessing I'm like now kind of in between it and where fall rock is. Cause I'm kind of underneath of it. Right. Yes. Well, okay. I, there isn't enough room for you entirely to be underneath it. You're like sticking your, upper body up out of a shadow but your legs are still on the ground floor okay fine this is fine this is fine <laughs> uh, is that all yep okay it is now the spider's turn um, and it is going to use its action and bonus action to dash and move double speed directly at uh, Ched and Terrajax. Mm. So I will need the two of you to make strength saving throws. Yarf. Is my is my dragon arm stronger than my regular arm? Uh you can add a plus one to this check because <laughs> one of your arms is a is a beefy Trogdor dragon. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> And similarly, is there any any change to this that we need to be aware of for Leyland having broken off one of the... Yeah, I, I will take that into account okay. with the DC and damage. <clears throat> Eleven. Good numbers, oh, good numbers. Yeah. I have a saving throw bonus on strength of zero. Well, I have a negative two, um, oh. so that negative two just became a negative one, and I rolled an eight, so seven. All right, are you prepared to become scalloped potatoes <laughs> no i hate potatoes what get out of my podcast how uh how far does this charge there it is <laughs> i really hope the noise came through um uh, i discord mutes itself when i'm recording so darn. oh okay shame uh we don't get that little... post oh. yeah it's um, fine how far is this charge that the like how far can the spider move roughly? Uh, with a dash, it can move about a hundred feet. Okay, that's terrifying. Uh, we've established many times in this campaign that spiders <laughs> are capable of moving vast distances in a very short span of time. Yes, yeah. So the last thing I say <laughs> as I see this supersonic metal uh, eviscerating machine train. coming at me, I just say, "Oh, so it is proportional." <laughs> <laughs> It done been and then I am annihilated. <laughs> You've got your pancake points, I'm sure. You'll <laughs> and be then I, I become fragments. <laughs> it goes this? black and white, and the spider passes through us, and we like turn around <laughs> to follow, and then the spider sheaths its web, and we slide in half. <laughs> um, that is going to be... Lord, of... Uh, 53 points of damage. Hey, settle down! <laughs> I just got slap-chopped. <laughs> hey, Alexa, spatchcock that man! <laughs> 53, okay. I'm sure you'll be fine. It's fine. Um, first of all, ow. <laughs> yes. Second of all, uh, ouchie! <laughs> Oof, ow, owie, ow. Um... There's a, a, a wet thud of Terajux's arm hitting the cavern floor. Uh-huh. It just, it just comes off. It just comes right off. It's just, it's just gone. It sails off in an arc. 
Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Good lord. What, your good arm? Or... (laughs) In the confusion, it's impossible to tell. No, it's my my storm arm. Okay. (laughs) So I don't need to heal you? No, not yet. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say no. (laughs) Well, if I cast heal on you, you'll gain a lot of hit points back. And you can regenerate your lost limbs or reattach them look i'm already keeping one spare hand in my backpack i wouldn't say no to a full arm Um, i'm keeping that i'm keeping him i i've got a hand in there i'm gonna preserve it and brine yeah no it does not do that that's only regenerate okay yeah 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 yeah. which would be useful to have right now i just don't have it didn't prep it oh well Sucks. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, that brings us around to Desmond. So I take a, take a few te- deep breaths and, you know, I pace a couple times back and forth in the elevator. I'm like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Oh, what I always do, appeal to a higher power. <laughs> and I shape water into the form of a cell phone. And I fold my arms and put the phone up to my head like that one guy in the meme. Uh-huh. And I go, you got me into this. You get me out. Okay. Are you are you doing anything like alongside that? Or are you just going to talk to the phone? <laughs> Or are you just talking into water? I want to. I want to see <laughs> if she'll respond without having to to use any of the powers. But I um, will if I have to. You hear a a weary sigh, and the elevator turns to water and deposits you directly on like the upper, like the spiders on the ceiling. You come crashing down Ooh. out of the the mouth or the ceiling of the tunnel onto the spider and like smack it to the floor in a torrent of, of water that used to be an elevator car. <laughs> what? Desmond, what a uh, brilliant attack. What a cool special attack. I knew you were looking out for us. <laughs> no, mine was totally in character. That's just what? <laughs> Um, uh, what a brilliant plan to charge your special move in a pocket dimension. <laughs> yeah, I had a, we call that a, a water ball where I come from. Uh, they should come up with a better name for it. Yeah, I think so too. They should call now, it you're writing, now you're writing this, this spider uh, bareback. It is hey. upside down. <laughs> no, no. The spider's <laughs> upside down? Yeah, because it was on the oh, ceiling. Oh god. Oh god! Remember, we're we're we're, we're a family-friendly <laughs> podcast, Chad. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, admitting that I mean, anybody, have a saddle. of anybody, Desmond would prefer missionary position. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, why? <laughs> okay. Uh, so what are you going to do, Desmond? You've just been deposited on a, a razor-sharp spider. <laughs> hey, don't I, get I cut by those. Where <laughs> nobody can hear. Thanks? Oh, wait a minute. This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Fine. Hey, it keeps no, running back and... and forth. Make it stop running. Okay. Uh, I can't. Do I have any actions left? Yes. I'm going to attempt to freeze the water. Yeah. Okay. Um, are you going to use a particular spell? Yeah, I can use... Um, well, shape water is a cantrip, but I can certainly charge it with like a create or destroy water kind of thing. Yeah. If that I'll, would count. I would allow that. At the third level? Yep. Okay. Then, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to... Take the water and freeze it in particular joints. Neat. Uh, yeah, so the water that accompanied you uh, kind of freezes up the spider's legs. Um, and eventually it, it stops uh, writhing. 
and you see it trying to um, de disassemble back into its component spiders. Oh. And that's going to be Desmond's turn, which brings us to Terrajax. Okay. And Desmond is now standing in the middle of this pile of spiders, yes? Yeah. Okay. Um, every now and then, there's the little voice in my head that's like, this is why you should really take Shape Spell. And I'm like, no! Shape Spell is for cowards! Uh-huh. Um, like, here's your... Here's here's your example of that, yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, instead of hitting Desmond directly in the face with a fourth level shatter, I am going to uh, kind of switch tactics here. And I'm going to switch, uh, whirl out one of my wands and uh, back up even further <laughs> and point it down range. And I'm going to use one charge on the Wand of Winter and cast Ray of Frost at the 5th level. Very nice. Uh, well, you say that, but I just rolled a 6, so... Uh... Well done. <laughs> that is uh, still going to be a 15 to hit. Uh, that is insufficient. Okay. I, I just start firing bolts of ice wildly downrange. Uh-huh. Um, and and I have backed up, I want to stress, all the way to 60 feet at the absolute maximum range. So just down the tunnel, nearly out of, you know, sight range for the light that's being cast. I'm like, go get him, guys! <laughs> you got this! And that's my turn. Um, neat. Ched. Uh... Well, I spell shape is not even an option for me. Um, <laughs> so honestly, there's not a whole lot I can do here. Get in there and start shillelaying. Hurting Desmond. I did, how many I spiders are there? How many spiders are there, Joe? Individually, um, it's small. difficult. They've, to they've broken apart, right? They're in the process of breaking apart. It's difficult to tell exactly how many there are. But it's like a writhing mass. So yeah. they're, they're they're okay. Too many to count. Um, shit. I don't want to blow a sixth level spell or seventh, and all the others are not all that helpful. But, how about I do this instead? Um, I'm going to use my proficiency bonus wild shape to wild shape my other arm into a uh, a young white dragon. And... <laughs> and, um... Breathe ice in a cone 30 feet in front of me. Good old dragon hand shed. Mm -hmm. That's what <laughs> they call him. They call me Tommy Two Hands. But instead of hands, I got heads. <laughs> um wait so, you just knock off Ghidorah now I I don't know what I am <laughs> but I, <laughs> that's exactly the problem isn't it they call him yeah. Beak and the two buddies uh, <laughs> uh so I roll for damage and that's an 8 2 10 11 17 for the first 5d8 and then 20, 25, 33, 36, gosh, 41 for the remaining 10d8 breath weapon. Okay. What's the uh, saving throw? Uh, it's a DC 18 constitution. Yeah. Oof, Desmond. Desmond's going to need that. <laughs> um, so make your saving throw, Desmond. Uh, the spider, spiders will do the same. And, and I shout to him, you won't need a premium for my healing. <laughs> um, I rolled a seven. All right. Oh no! Crunchy. Uh, yeah. So the blast of icy wind blows through, um, turns the spiders into spider popsicles. Um, they stop moving, either because they are frozen or because they are dead. 
And uh, Desmond, are you? How are how are your hit points? I'm a Desmond sickle, but I'm still up. Okay. Uh, yeah, Desmond's mucus. All he cracks every time he moves now, just because the <laughs> the mucosal layer is is chilled. Um, oh, you're welcome. And uh, that's it. Out of initiative and the end of the episode. Um, because that that took an hour. Um, I I land and I pick up my arm and I just slap it back into place and go, well, that sucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next time, we'll make sure the monsters are set to pulse instead of puree. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, uh, I've been Joe, your host and Dungeon Master, for a, a fight scene, um, you know, two weeks in a row, because it's the same fight, but it's been a minute since we've done one of these. Um, if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com. You can find us on any podcast hosting platform you may care to peruse. Um, be like Jesse, give us a listen, jump into a recap episode. Um, hopefully, hopefully you like what you hear. Um, Matthew, what are our socials? You can find us at the alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the alchemist club on TikTok. And our intrepid adventurers today were Daniel play Jed Fleet. K Hall playing Desmond. I'm Zach, and I play Fall Rock. I'm Matt, and I play Layla. Waffle playing Tarjux Heiko. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> <laughs>